It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Welcome to a Wednesday pre Thanksgiving edition of VSIN Prime time, uh, EMGM. Thank them for being a part of our program. I am Sean King. I am on the desk today with one of our esteemed hosts here from the Visa Network, Wes Reynolds. Esteem is in the eye of the beholder. Absolutely. Of you guys know him from Visa Live Bet. Him and Femi Abebafei host a great show. He's filling in for the ginger genius today, Tim Murray, who's on location somewhere in Mexico. I imagine he's. Scourging around trying to find a local bookie. Tim to is play on a some rare bets. vacation, right, Sean? A rare and, uh, vacation he's on for vacation Tim Murray. Every night because he works with me. So he just has to sit there and look good. But we have a great show tonight. We have Andy McNeil coming on at 3:30, a hockey specialist here on Vs and a full slate of games, 15 to be exact, in the NHL. So I'll put the Puckshadamus mine along with Andy McNeil's expertise and see if we can make you guys some money. Also, the daughter of former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton, Megan Payton, a betting analyst for Wager Talk, will be on at 4.30. 
And Derek Stevens, owner and CEO of Circa Las Vegas, where we actually sit currently right next to this great sports book. If you haven't been here, you should get down here and check it out because it is a sight to see. He'll be in studio talking about Survivor, talking about millions, talking about everything you need to know to make sure that you don't miss your opportunity to win that $6 million. What a time to be alive. I've always thought that Thanksgiving is a time to be thankful. Mm-hmm. So I want to take this moment to thank all of you for your continued support on all of our platforms. You can catch us on YouTube television. Of course, we'll simulcast across the country. You can listen to us. You can go on your phone, on your iPad, download the VEASAN app, and get all the best betting information available here at this wonderful network. What do you have to be thankful for, Wes? I mean, it's a Wednesday, Mm -hmm. first day without football in, what, Mm -hmm. 25, 26 days? Right, so I'm thankful for college basketball (laughs) because we have a lot of it uh, going on today, and we're going to have some tomorrow. Uh, That Phil Knight Legacy Tournament out in Portland going to be the headliner, but a couple games at half. We've got Arizona in the Maui Championship. By the way, this is the championship game. It's usually... Usually a championship game in one of these tournaments is dead last, but they put it on at 2 o'clock Pacific time. So it is Creighton and Arizona, both undefeated. Arizona leads 39-30 to 30 at the half. Uh, Creighton minus one for the second half. 85 and a half. I took 86 for the second half under, even though these teams very much up-tempo. I think, you know, this is a championship game, and this is, you know, two basically top 10 teams. So I think that they're going to want to test, and plus third game in third days, you know, might be a little bit tired. Uh, might see some tired legs on those shots. Interesting in matchup, half. because I know when the season ended last year, as we got through the offseason in college basketball and the transfer portal became so prominent, there were a lot of people extremely high on Creighton. Mm-hmm. And we saw Creighton have a great performance yesterday but we had Devin Walker from MTV's a challenge on the show yesterday and the team that he's really high on was Arizona Arizona back and forth game last night with San Diego State but they look like the real deal I personally have futures bets on Houston and Texas to Mm -hmm. win the NCAA title Mm -hmm. this year but Arizona looks like a team to be reckoned with yeah they absolutely do and and look uh, San Diego State I thought did a nice job in the first half in terms of kind of slowing that tempo because look you don't want to necessarily run with Arizona you want to make this a half court game if you can but nobody's really been able to do it they are number one in tempo so far Sean and you look at the effective field goal percentage when you kind of dig into that Ken Palm or that Bartorvik shot quality all the different college basketball metrics Number one, an effective field goal percentage at 70%. And when you have five guys on your roster, 6'11 or bigger, that's going to be a tough task, even for uh, Kalkbrenner, a very good big man for Creighton. So uh, Arizona off to a very good start. Uh, They pulled away from San Diego State in the second half. I thought San Diego State putting so much effort defensively into trying to slow this warp speed Arizona team that tires you out offensively. It takes more effort to play defense than it does on offense in basketball. So you really saw San Diego State just kind of wear down shots, you know, long, trying to catch up with threes, and that wasn't going to work. Well, Arizona's looking extremely impressive. Up nine, as you mentioned, at the half versus Creighton. I'm actually an Arizona Wildcat supporter by my pockets because I have a futures bet on one of their former players, Benedict Mathurin, who's been unbelievable for the Indiana Pacers. Now, I know it's going to be hard to overtake Benchero down there in Orlando, but Mathurin is having a great start to the NBA season. Having said that, football is still king. Yes. And tomorrow we have an amazing slate of games in the National Football League that starts with a team that a lot of people pegged as 
the favorite to win this year's Super Bowl, which is the Buffalo Bills. They have hit a couple bumps in the road. Last week, game was moved to Detroit. They came to Detroit, handled their business. Now they're right back in Detroit tomorrow to face a very confident Detroit Lions team. I always said it was restore the whimper, not restore the roar. But guess what? <laughs> Dan Campbell and company are trying to make me out to be a lie. I will say this. Favorites have not been covering these big numbers, Wes. Where do you sit right now about 24 hours, a little bit less than 24 hours away from the opening kick tomorrow? Buffalo Bills versus Detroit Lions. Yeah, the tens have disappeared. Now you're pretty much seeing nine and a half. We'll see if uh, maybe some money bumps that up to 10. But if you look up, you know, you talk about Detroit not covering, but really home underdogs have been struggling on Thanksgiving. I, I saw a uh, stat going back all the way to 2000. Home underdogs are two and 26 straight up on Thanksgiving, one and 21. And a lot of those losses, of course, were to the Detroit Lions uh, on Thanksgiving. So Lions, uh, seven and 14, uh, last 21 as a dog on Thanksgiving. But, you know, I think it's priced in that Buffalo, of course, played in Detroit last week in Ford Field, got the win and the cover over the Cleveland Browns. So I think that's kind of priced in here. Uh, I'm tempted by the Lions. I am not using them any of these Thanksgiving games really in in my contest plays. I'll have some wagers, of course, but yeah, I, I don't really want to lay the bills here at at nine and a half on the road because sometimes you get a team and it's like, yeah, they've been away from home more often than not because of course they had to relocate the game. So you know, you know, you're missing your family. You're not sitting down having dinner. I'm yeah. I, I don't. Did you ever play as a player? By the way, I'm Thanksgiving. I did not play as a player on Thanksgiving. I did miss every Thanksgiving due to football practice. I was I was gonna say, was man, because I didn't know if you had played in a game. And it's like you're probably missing your family, you know, and you're you're having to conduct your business and and all of that stuff. So we shall see. I lean Detroit. I'd like to get ten, but it's pretty much painted nine and a half tomorrow. There is one particular prop that I'm very interested in. If you look at Josh Allen, a lot of people's preseason favorite to win NFL MVP has some work to do. He has a specific prop over two and a half touchdown passes. It sits at plus 250. He has not thrown more than two touchdown passes since an October 16th victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Wes, I think he's due for a breakout big performance. What better stage then a three-game slate on Thanksgiving. The entire country's off work. Everybody will be watching. Mm -hmm. I'm leaning towards Josh Allen over two-and-a-half touchdown passes. Something else that interests me. DeAndre Swift, talented running back from the Detroit Lions, missed a couple games due to injury. Yet he's been back the last two weeks. Only five carries and six carries. And he looks healthy. I think he kind of got in the doghouse. I wouldn't right. be surprised if the Lions unleash some swiftness on this Buffalo Bills defense as well. Very interested in his performance in this contest. Well, we remember, of course, if we watched Hard Knocks this summer on HBO, uh, Deuce Staley, uh, the running back coach uh, for Detroit, was totally trying to get Swift. Run, cut it inside. Go inside, you know. And uh, he has been in and out of the lineup. And, look, Detroit has put up some really good offensive performances at home uh, this season, uh, despite the fact that they were without Swift, they were without Hawkinson. Now they're permanently without him because he's a member of the Minnesota Vikings. But, you know, without a lot of these guys, without St. Brown for a couple games. So this is a team that can score points, and that's what kind of makes them a dangerous underdog where the back door could be live. Now, it's not Matthew Stafford leading it. I've watched so many Thanksgiving games of that early window where Matthew Stafford's trying to drive and get him back door inside the spread because he just didn't have a lot around him there in Detroit. But this team's playing with a lot of confidence, though. Uh, I, I, I fully expect you're going to see 
if we get into the splits tomorrow and looking at where you know where's the money going where's the tickets going you're gonna see a lot more money on the over and you've already seen it this week up to 54 and a half it is a high total but i will say this uh detroit lions think they can make the playoffs mm-hmm. you know seven teams make the playoffs in the nfc they sit i think two games back but remember this for anybody that's wondering about draft next year and lions tanking they get the Los Angeles Rams first round pick. Right now, that pick is around six or seven. Rams, no Stafford, no Cooper Cup. Yeah, by they, the way, that has already gone up to 15 and a half. Matthew Stafford being ruled out yeah. there playing the Kansas City Chiefs in the late. Right. On so Sunday. they really can go all out with their own selection because they get the Rams first round selection as well. So I expect Detroit to show up. Right now, I'm leaning towards taking the home dog mm-hmm. plus the nine and a half. We'll see if I'm right. We'll see if uh, I'm wrong. A friend of the network, Eric Eager, is still flying the flag for okay. Detroit, I'm he sure. Given up yet? He's like, like, damn right, Sean, they can still make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm going to be fascinated by tomorrow. I really want to see this contest. It's just such a great occasion. I remember growing up when John Madden hosted all the Thanksgiving games and all the pageantry around it. So, I mean, it's a special time. It's also a showcase game. A lot of times you don't get showcase games unless they're the standalone Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's a full slated one Eastern and four Eastern. So, as a former player, you look towards these moments. When you look at that schedule – when can I showcase my ability, my talent? I think we get a great performance. I think Armand St. Brown has a great game. I think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah. I think it's going to be exciting, entertaining. I can't wait. I wonder if the Bills feel like this is a home game for them, seeing as they just Could came be. They drew. They drew a pretty big crowd last week against Cleveland. Now, uh, who do you think? You mentioned John Madden. Who's getting the turducken tomorrow, Sean? Ah! Who's going to have that drumstick at the end of the game? I don't know, but I know you get it. You had a good game, so I know everybody's <laughs> angling for it. So, okay, you're leaning Lions right now? You're yeah, yeah, I'd like to see if I could get 10. I mean, I might still take it a little bit smaller at 9.5, but... Yeah, I, I look, they've got momentum, and I think that they've been good the last couple of weeks. They dominated the Giants last weekend. Absolutely. We're off and running here today on a pre-Thanksgiving Wednesday on VEASAN Primetime. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a second. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in the state of Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back here on Live Bet tonight, uh, along with uh, Super Bowl champion Sean King, 1986 Indianapolis West Deanery spelling champion Wes Reynolds. So we've got champions all over the desk here, Sean. They both come with rewards, and they both are <laughs> unbelievable accomplishments. Yeah, but yours is more valuable than my little, like, bowling-ass trophy yeah, that I've still few got. people have yours. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So uh, we are back. Uh, let's get a score update really quickly. 47-40, to 40, Creighton uh, trailing Arizona. Uh, I went ahead and tried to take a shot with the under 86 in the second half. So far, 10-8 here in the first few minutes of this. So uh, Maui, you know, what we've seen, and our buddy and colleague Matt Humans is there, of course, this week. He'll be back on Friday. Maui, 
more overs because these rims are a lot looser. This is very shooter-friendly out there. Meanwhile, the other tournament that we had that started today, the Battle for Atlantis, that down in the Paradise Island in the Bahamas, they play in like a little ballroom. So that has been under city, even though Kansas and NC State went over, you know, largely because of a foul fest and because NC State likes to press full court. But that Dayton Washington game or Wisconsin game today, I don't know if you watched any yeah, of that. 43, 42, it, it, I yeah, 43-42. I'm like, if you, if, if you didn't, uh, you know, yeah, you didn't even have to sweat that. It's just like, okay, look at the app at the second TV timeout. <laughs> this is over. They ain't getting close. It was 43-42. to 42, And meanwhile, we have uh, USC and BYU. That's the uh, third uh, quarterfinal there, USC 43-39. to 39. BYU closes a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, interesting uh, angle, knowing and understanding in some of these neutral site games, tendencies. And mm-hmm. With Maui, as you mentioned, the rim is very soft by that. And when you see the ball hit the rim, there's a lot of give in the rim. So a lot of balls that would normally ricochet away yeah. – stay up on the rim. A lot of them go in, you know, provide easy putbacks from a rebound standpoint. And you said down in in Atlantis, a different gym, a different setup. I think the lighting is drastically different down there in the Bahamas as well. So that that just played to the under. Maybe something to track uh, the rest of the day. Yeah. Because obviously we want to try and make some money. And we do have, I believe, the last game tonight, or we do have uh, Butler in Tennessee, uh, Thad Mata, of course, back coaching the Butler Bulldogs in Indianapolis. That's my uh, second team. Of course, my first is the Hoosiers, who are playing Arkansas Little Rock tonight. By the way, we have seen movement in that game. If you're trying to bet that game, that spreads down to 28 and a half. Trace Jackson Davis, a no-go. Uh, I don't believe there's an injury. It might be might be load management coming to the college game. Of course, they got the Tar Heels coming in next week. So, uh, no Trace Jackson Davis. That's why you've seen that move about three points. Yeah, interesting. I like guys that have three names. They're normally really good at sports. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got uh, the so, angle with the rims. I got the name angle. Yeah, and, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully Trace is really good this year because <laughs> he is a player of the year candidate. Uh, going to get the uh, Tar Heels, going to get Arizona out here in Vegas, going to go to Kansas. I'm actually going to Lawrence here in mid-December. My first time at Fog Allen Fieldhouse, so I'm excited about that. And uh, Hoosiers about to get a test and uh, really get a dose of reality based on the competition. It's good to see the Hoosiers back on the national stage. I College know. basketball was better. I know. When the Hoosiers were in the conversation. I know we've we've had some lean years in Bloomington, so I'm excited uh, to have Indiana relevant again. Yeah, because Illinois looks like they're going to be a problem, and you Mm -hmm. know they used to be the little brother, but Mm -hmm. you could argue that they're the big brother now. Right, right. In Michigan State, uh, their demise greatly exaggerated. Obviously, uh, probably should have beat Gonzaga, to be honest with you. And then they beat Kentucky in double overtime. That's a sore subject, I know, with us because we both uh, had some unders that lost in double overtime. In and that it's, one. it's ironic for Michigan State because the one thing that we've always seen from that program is they start slow and they get better as mm-hmm. the year goes on. And then they're a real threat yeah. by the time we get to conference Yeah, and around time. February, yeah. it's like, okay, this is Tom Izzo all over again. And, you know, he said coming into the preseason, he really liked his team. So you're wondering, it's like, okay, is he playing coy here and just, you know, trying to give his guys some confidence? But no, he was pretty candid. He's like, I really like these guys, even though he doesn't have a lot of, like, superstars on that team. Like, he doesn't have, it doesn't look like to me, a lottery pick on that team. But sometimes those teams play together and they're more dialed in defensively and they, you know, move the ball, commit less turnovers. So Michigan State, uh, they're not going to be out of it by a long shot in the Big Ten. Yeah, they're definitely going to be mentally tough. They've been well-traveled. They played on an aircraft carrier. They flew to New York. They're in another preseason tournament. They they take on all comers. Out of all the things about college basketball that I love, and, of course, March Madness, like with most people, that's the most 
memorable for me, entertaining as well. But I love the way that they challenge themselves early in the season. You see mm -hmm. a lot of big programs playing out-of-conference games against other big programs. I really like that about college I, basketball. I, I do, too. I mean, you know, look, you got to schedule a couple guarantee games, especially the opener, the one uh, right after finals, and the one before Christmas. The one before Christmas, that's for the coach. I remember talking to a college basketball coach about that. He's like, that, that game's for me. Because I don't want to be pissed off on Christmas if we lose a game. <laughs> and I don't want to make my family miserable. So we schedule the lowest grade opponent that we possibly can. And we sign a nice big check to them to come uh, and get beat down. So I will say this, and I'm trying to look up the ex exact score because uh, we have some things that we try and follow in college basketball from year to year. One being fade Georgetown. At every chance, oh, Georgetown man. was 12 and a half point favorites today yeah, yeah. Uh, versus American and lost outright. It's 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 hard. It's hard <laughs> to see this for Patrick Ewing. I mean, they're I, bad now, now with his fate, though, in terms of his job. I mean, he is going to be, uh, as Chris Rock once famously said, glistening like Patrick Ewing in the fourth <laughs> quarter because he is glistening. I think worried if he's going to keep his job. That's that's just, you know. Tough times there in uh, for Hoya Saxa there in D.C. But, yeah, Georgetown, that program's – I mean, that was one of the it programs with me growing up as a kid in the 80s. I mean, once everybody saw Chuck D wear that Georgetown starter jacket in, in the video, everybody had to have it. And they were, you know, culturally iconic, but very pedestrian now. And another thing we follow is Marquette as a road dog. Now, they're home today as a favorite versus Georgia Tech. They're handling business early in that game. But so far, Shaka Smart this year, Road Dog, Marquette covering. Mm -hmm. Just a couple things to keep your eye on. If Georgetown's a double-digit favorite, don't worry about who they're playing. Just take yeah. the other team. Yeah, absolutely. Coppin State. Coppin State should have beat them, actually, uh, in that first game, first week of the season and uh, did not get it done. But, yeah, Georgetown, uh, uh, tough times for the Hoyas. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, Come I, on, Patrick. I think they, they ended last year, I believe, with a 22-game losing streak and they then did. broke it against Coppin State. Uh, uh, one uh, team that's trying to break a streak of getting scored on is Grayton right now, 54-45. to 45. Arizona living in the paint, 30-8, to 8, about 13 minutes left to go in the second. Yeah, it's a good test for Creighton, too. I think one of the best things being a former college coach is when you have a team that's really good, but they you can sense they're kind of getting a little overconfident, mm -hmm. especially in basketball. Sometimes it's good to take a little spanking and kind of recalibrate. If we don't show it with our A game uh, from a attention to detail and intensity standpoint, listen, we can get beat. So I think this game will make Creighton stronger if they're not able to come back and win it. Arizona, again, I'm going to give Devin Walker credit from MTV's A Challenge. He came on yesterday, said he loved them as a national champion, chip contender. I had not seen Arizona play, but I've been thoroughly impressed. Able they, to dismantle a very good San they, Diego State yeah. squad. Last night, that was a nip and tuck game. I woke up this morning, they won by 17, mm -hmm. and here mm -hmm. they are against Creighton, who a lot of people think is a legitimate championship title contender, and they are up 14 with 12 minutes to go in the second. Yeah, there's a lot of size for the Wildcats, and they get up and down the floor so quickly, and they're so efficient offensively. So uh, this Arizona team that lost Mathurin uh, and, you know, lost a couple other players through the NBA draft, they are very much back when you've got Tubelas and you've got Umar Balo, you've got five guys they showed it last night. Five guys, 6'11 or taller. Very hard to compete. And Tommy Lloyd, of course, spent a lot of time on Mark View's staff at Gonzaga. Gonzaga was one of those schools that always had that international pipeline, you know, where they could get kids from, from Africa. They can get kids from Australia. They can get kids from north of the border in Canada, you know. And 
just can recruit all these international guys, and you're seeing it bear fruit down here in Arizona. Interesting. Uh, quick question for you regarding NCAA basketball. Give me one team that you're really high on that I can follow, and give me one team that's getting a lot of recognition, has high expectations mm. that you're down on. Yeah, uh, look, I'm trying to maintain realistic expectations, at least around Indiana, so I'm not going forward with that. But uh, uh, a team that I think maybe could be a little bit better than people think, uh, I really I really like what St. Mary's is doing in terms of a mid-major level, 5-0, uh, and really good defensively. Obviously, they've got the 800-pound gorilla in Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference, at least for the time being. We'll see where Gonzaga goes in the future. And then... The, a team that's really getting hype, I think, Sean, and I and I know it was because they were in the championship game and they returned, uh, you know, four starters. North Carolina, to me, hmm. they are not the number one team in the country. I would agree me. with that. I watched I, them play I, I a little think, earlier. I, they, I didn't think so They either. haven't been able to get away from these teams as big favorites, and they're going to go to Bloomington next week for that Big Ten ACC challenge against Indiana. So uh, we'll see how good Hubert Davis's guys are. They snuck up on a lot of teams last year. Yep, and we're going to take another quick break. On the other side of the break, again, we have a 15-game slate in the National Hockey League. VEASAN hockey analyst Andy McNeil will join us on the other side. This is VEASAN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You don't have to wait until after Turkey Day to score a Black Friday deal with VSIN. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. With VSIN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. You can also cop that uh, World Cup guide still at VSIN.com. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time Black Friday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to VSIN's Prime Time. Uh, we have a great slate. On the NHL side tonight, 15 games, majority of them beginning here in about half an hour. So, as you guys know, that follow the show religiously, I am Puck Stradamus, and I have a <laughs> soft, spark in, soft spot in my heart when it comes to hockey. Well, but help we me do out, Puck Stradamus. I need a winner. expert on the VEASAN side, and we would like to welcome Andy McNeil. Andy, welcome to VEASAN Primetime. How are you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Holidays. Yeah, well, we, we sell happy Thanksgiving to you guys. We celebrated our Thanksgiving a, about a month ago. So, uh, you know, it's really just a day without hockey for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ex exactly. No, nothing on the slate. Everybody off. in action tonight. Yeah. See, hockey gets it. Football is king. So why compete with football? We can dominate the right. slate the day before. And listen, here's the respect football has. There have been games every night. For the last, I think, 25, 26 days. And all of a sudden, hockey has a big <laughs> slate and football says, well, nah, we're good. We don't want to compete. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but uh, I, it wouldn't be wouldn't hurt if the NHL could, could stagger these start times a little bit. I mean, I have three TVs in front of me right here, but, uh, it, you know, it'd be nice to be able to, to, to get in on a little more of the action uh, and watch some more games on a night like this because everything's just starting all at the same time. And 
and you know usually intermissions and, and whatnot are at the same time as well so uh, the NHL could do a better job in that regard well let's jump right into it tonight's slate four o'clock we have two teams whose season ended both in disappointment last year the Florida Panthers were swept by the lightning the Boston Bruins went out I think in a way that kind of disappointed them. Yet one has rebounded to start this season, and the other seems to be struggling. The Panthers sit at 9-8-2. Meanwhile, Boston has been rolling along at 17-2. What's your opinion tonight as the Bruins head down to South Florida? I think it's, it's the Bruins are nothing, right? I mean, you look at the Panthers, they've got goaltending issues, and yeah, Spencer Knight has been the better of the two goaltenders, and he's go going to start tonight, but um, you know, Bob, no, nobody's scoring more goals right now than the Boston Bruins. Last season, the Panthers were able to, to uh, you know, outscore their defensive deficiencies, uh, but they haven't been able to do that lately. And and recently, they've been, you know, there, there's been an uptick in Florida's offense, uh, but it's nowhere near where it was last season. Um, and and like I said, the the defensive deficiencies that this team uh, seems to struggle with uh, year in year out, uh, we're we're kind of you know lost over last year because they were the best offensive team in 26 years. But now the Bruins have the offense that they've been desperately looking for. Uh, and they're a great defensive team. Jeremy Swayman, uh, you know, he hasn't been the guy this year, but he's still a, a good goaltender with a, a high ceiling. Uh, and I like Boston tonight to get another win against the Panthers. Uh, they already got one this season already. And Go ahead, John. Well, as we leave South Florida, let's head up to sunny Minneapolis, Minnesota. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the Minnesota Wilder at home, they are hosting a very surprising Winnipeg Jets team who already has 11 wins on the season. Minnesota has a really good home ice atmosphere. I think the fans support the, the team there. They do a great job of making it hostile for the visitor. But you think the visitor is live tonight? Yeah, I mean, the Jets have the, the better goaltender by a mile um, in Connor Hellebuck, and uh, they've been the better team, arguably. So I think uh, I think Winnipeg is is a, a great play at plus 135 tonight on the money line. Uh, I think Minnesota should be a small favorite, but the Wild really haven't played all that well, and, uh, and the Jets uh, should have a good chance to get the job done tonight, especially, like I said, with uh, Connor Hellebuck being one of arguably the best goaltender in the NHL this season. Andy, arguably the uh, hottest team, at least of late in the National Hockey League, are the New Jersey Devils. I, I know a lot of people, and I know you in the uh, Visa and NHL betting guide, you know, kind of said, hey, I think this team's going to be improved. I don't know if we saw a 16-3-0 start for the New Jersey Devils, but uh, they got the Leafs last week when they were an underdog up there in Toronto, now laying up about 135 market consensus against the Leafs, Leafs plus 115. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've got some technical difficulties. So we'll try to get Andy back on the uh, on the line here. But uh, Sean, yeah, when are the New Jersey Devils going to lose? Because I think a lot of people are trying to figure that out and ending up with losing tickets. And you know what? That is something that I will admit to is a weakness is a better. Sometimes I can be very stubborn. It's like, I know that this is the spot. I know that this is the spot to go against this team. And sometimes you end up with three or four losing tickets just to prove that you can beat that team. And like your ego gets involved. It's like, I'm going to cash a ticket against this team. Well, if you can use a TCU analogy, why don't you just call them by name? Because that's everybody <laughs> trying to beat TCU for I, the last six I, weeks. Uh, I got it done. I got it done last <laughs> week, though, with the, with Baylor. We'll see if uh, the clones can go ahead and do it. But uh, back to uh, New Jersey yeah, and I Toronto. Like them. They're, they're playing great offensively. They're playing with confidence. 
Uh, the skill level on this Devils team is mm -hmm. what surprised me. Mm -hmm. Like, when I watch a hockey game, I can tell, like, from the cleanness of the puck uh, transition, the creativity on the power play, the ability to create shots. Like, New Jersey's just operating at a high level. Right. As we get Andy back on, guess what hat he has on? He has a New Jersey Devils hat. So, I mean, what they've been doing is outstanding. Uh, this is a hockey team that has not been one that has been a threat to win a Stanley Cup in the recent past, but it seems like it's all come together. Some of those young players are playing excellent. And, Andy, as we bring you back onto the program, I was talking about the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, I can tell, like, last year was the Avalanche. When you watch the Avalanche play, just the way they passed the puck, the creativity with which they created shots, it was different. I see a lot of that with this New Jersey Devils team. Has that been your evaluation so far? Yeah, I mean, the Devils just seem to be five speeds faster than even the fastest team, and and it's pretty hard to game plan for that. Uh, I, I don't think there's um, – it's kind of a new breed of, of hockey team, and I think it's really what everybody – a lot of the elite teams are looking at and striving to be right now. I kind of wrote in my write-up today that the Devils are everything that the Maple Leafs should be in theory. Like, you look at Toronto's roster on paper, and – they've got a great team and they've got some great players, but they haven't been able to put it together like New Jersey has. Uh, and, and New Jersey, I mean, specifically against Toronto, uh, they played them just last week and, and they dominated them. The Leafs didn't score an even strength goal in that game. The score was, was pretty close uh, on the surface, but uh, you know, Toronto had to, had to get it done on special teams uh, and, and New Jersey owned, you know, roughly 70% of the, the expected goals, the quality scoring chances, uh, whatever you want to call them. Um, and and they they really they really just dominated the, the Leafs in that game and um, Toronto with their trees uh, on their blue line right now. I mean there are some big concerns there. They're already without Jake Muzzin. They've been without him for a while uh, and and will be for the foreseeable future. But now you've got T.J. Brody um, down and and Morgan Riley, arguably their best defenseman. So it's going to be up to Mark Giordano, who's been really good for them, uh, and Justin Hall, who if you go on Leafs Twitter and and look on any given game he's the guy that the Leafs are complaining the most about on, on any given night so um Toronto probably in a bad spot tonight against this Devils team that uh has has shown that they can are very capable of outplaying them well thank you Andy I know we're having some technical difficulties man but we appreciate you joining the show and just as a recap he likes the Boston Bruins tonight he likes the Winnipeg Jets and he also likes uh, the New Jersey Devils to get another win over a disappointing, I think, Austin Matthews, Toronto Maple Leafs team to start this year. Andy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays, man. We appreciate you joining the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank happy you, Andy. Yeah, I hate we were having technical difficulties because I wanted to ask him about yeah. my lightning. Like, my yeah. lightning sent at 11-7-1, but, mm -hmm. man, you know how you talked about the Devils looking like they're skating at another speed? Like, the lightning looked like we we're in slow motion. Right. Like we're we're oh. accomplished, experienced. We have a championship pedigree, three straight Stanley Cup finals, two of them. We were successful in winning. But, man, we look like we have ankle weights on. We skate so slow. Well, a little bit of a retooling, I think, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, the base of the team still there with uh, with Stamkos and Hedman and company. But, you know, a couple guys. Uh, McDonough's now gone uh, on, on the defense. So, you know, I just think it takes a while. And I, and, and, and I was listening to somebody talk about the NBA like, oh, it's 20 games before you know who you have. In the NHL, sometimes it's a lot more than that. 
you know, when you really know what you have going forward in terms of making a playoff run. Yeah, I would agree with that. So we'll see. Great slate tonight, 15 games. One last recap before we take another break. Andy McNeil, uh, our expert hockey analyst here at VEASAN. He likes the Boston Bruins tonight. Uh, they're down in South Florida playing the Panthers. He also likes the Winnipeg Jets on the road tonight to find a way to get a win. Thank Andy for coming on, giving us some of that great information. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we're going to get back into this NFL slate of Thanksgiving games. Talk a little Giants and a little Cowboys. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game up to $16. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive that $2 free bet for every goal score in the game, regardless of your prop bet's outcome. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer, by the way, not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York State. Welcome back to VEASAN's Primetime. As I mentioned, we've talked a little hockey. We've talked a lot of college basketball, but we know what is king, and that is the NFL tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Great slate of games earlier on the show. If you missed it, we talked a little Bills versus Lions. Both myself, Sean King, here today with Wes Reynolds, filling in for Tim Murray. We're leaning towards the dog down in Detroit. think the Lions can muster up a way to keep this game close and get it into the fourth quarter. But the next game on Thursday, tomorrow's slate, is the one everybody's talking about. Because you know Dallas is supposed to be America's team, Mm -hmm. right? Well, guess what? The fighting New York Giants led by Brian Dayball, one of the surprises of this NFL season thus far. Travel down to Dallas, to Jerry's World, to take on a resurgent Cowboys team coming off of a shellacking of the Minnesota Vikings. So my question to you, Wes... We've seen teams have big wins and fall flat the following Mm -hmm. week. Minnesota, for instance, came back, scintillating game, entertaining, back-and-forth contest against the Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills. They found a way to win, came back at home, laid an egg versus this same Cowboys team. So now, roles have been reversed. Giants riding high. For the first time all season, I thought they played a terrible football game from start to finish at home versus the Detroit Lions. They were thoroughly thoroughly spanked by the fighting damn Campbells. They come into Dallas Cowboys feeling really good about themselves. Ezekiel Elliott back, feeling like that offense under Dak Prescott is finally operating like they thought. The Cowboys sit as nine-point favorites. How are you approaching this game, Wes? Yeah, right now I'm staying out of it uh, and, you know, maybe find something in terms of an in-play or a second half or something like that. But this was six and a half on the look ahead and then the Giants. And I felt, and I was on Detroit last week because I thought the Giants are kind of ready to kind of lay an egg if you look at it because they, they're they better, no question about it. I'm not trying to, you know, besmirch them. They have been better because I think Brian Dable has upgraded the coaching. Daniel Jones not turning the ball over as much. But if you look at a lot of their games, even the game against Houston where they, they, they led the whole game, but if you look kind of at how the game played out and you, you know, do the uh, 
autopsy of the stat sheet after the game. They got outplayed most of that game by Houston, even though Houston was never really a challenge to win the game. So you kind of saw it last week that the Giants were ripe to get beat. The market came in on Detroit. It was four, closed at three. Not a lot of resistance the other way in Detroit. Wire, wire win there in New York. So now you see the reaction. It was six and a half. This got moved instantly after Dallas beat Minnesota and, and uh, you know, very easy win. And, and you know, that's where you got to look at some of these at some of these other advanced stats where it's like some of the people were power rating Minnesota number one. It's like, that's ridiculous. You don't just put a team number one because they have the best record. You got to take into account strength of schedule and you got to take into account all the different stats. Whereas Dallas, I think, was number four in overall DVOA at Football Outsiders in Minnesota was 17 and they were eight and one team. They were telling you the winner, I think, in that one. So, you know, Dallas, of course, gets adjusted upwards. At first, I thought this was a little bit of an adjustment because maybe it was teaser protection. Now, teasers are going to matter more depending on your sports book. They'll matter less, you know, for books that really take, you know, huge wagers. But like a local book, it's probably going to matter a lot more in terms of teaser liability. So what I mean by that teaser protection, this came out at nine and a half. So that protects you from the wall and teaser going through the three and the seven where you can't go ahead and do that, but it's still had room to move. Seeing 10 and a half behind us at Circus Sports, South Point, uh, our other partners uh, down at the tip of the strip also have 10 and a half. That seems high, but I think the Giants, you know, they, they've been a little bit fortunate in games. They've gotten a lot of things go their way. Like when you look at the luck, I think that maybe they're not as good. They're better, but they're not as good as their record, in my opinion. I like Brian Dable a lot. I hate the Giants, and here's why. Because uh, the Ravens uh, had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter with the football, Mm -hmm. and the Giants went outright and knocked me out of Survivor with my last entry. So I have not forgiven the Giants for that. I will say this. This is probably the only big favorite I'm looking at taking on Thanksgiving, and here's why. When you look at the Giants, how do they score points? Dallas has one of the top three defenses in the National Football League. Listen, Sterling Shepard, out for the year. Wondell Robinson, out for the year. Kadarius Toney, traded to Kansas City. Kenny Galladay, he's there. They don't like him. He doesn't like them. He's probably not going to play, even though he had a catch. Came from nowhere against the Lions. Darius Slayton has been a pleasant surprise. They don't trust Richie James because he fumbles a lot. I don't know how they score points. This Dallas defense is going to focus on stopping and shutting down Saquon Barkley. I just don't see how they generate enough offense. Kellen Moore. Tony Pollard's been in Dallas since 2019. Ezekiel Elliott had to get hurt in 2022 for Kellen to realize Tony Pollard's really good in the three games since Ezekiel Elliott's been out. Well, and and I know ex- he's back. Hold on, Wes. Okay. Tony's rushed for 326 yards and four touchdowns. He's got 13 balls for 128 yards and two touchdowns. Dynamic weapon. You could argue the way he's playing right now, he's one of the top five, six running backs in the National Football League. If you're the Giants, with all of the pass catchers now healthy for Dallas, how do you stop this team? Well, I mean, and you make the point about Tony Pollard. Now, everybody will say, well, it's because Tony Pollard is not good in pass protection because Zeke is really good in pass protection. I'm like, okay, fine. Can you find somebody else at less money that is good in pass protection and keep Tony Pollard on the field in terms of running? But, uh, you know, what, what you said here, I'm not looking to necessarily lay the favorite just simply because 
the, the Giants are now in their preferred role now. They've been really good as underdogs. They were even good under Judge and McAdoo in these situations as road underdogs. And now they're back as that big underdog. So that keeps me a little bit from laying this. And plus the fact that, you know, this has gone up four points off the look ahead. So I feel like you're not necessarily laying the best of it right now. That doesn't mean there won't be an opportunity in game to go ahead and do that. But as of now, Nothing for me on the uh, middle matchup tomorrow, the uh, Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, probably the best bet in that game is that the halftime entertainment, that being, of course, you know, the Salvation Army, right, the right. start the gifts-giving season, and the uh, the uh, performer, uh, former at halftime down at Jerry World is going to be the Jonas Brothers, oh. the Joe Bros. So bet that they will do sucker. That's the best bet on that game. <laughs> that is Lock City. You know, and maybe stay away from the side in the total. Well, let me ask you this, and let me give you some more information. Since October 2nd, that's the game they played to watch the Commanders. They won 25-10. to 10. They've won five games, Wes. All five of those numbers, they've covered this listed total of 10.5. They beat Washington 25-10, mm-hmm. the Rams 22-10, the Lions 24-6, the Bears 49-29, the Vikings 40-3. They've shown they can cover these double-digit numbers. I think they cover it again. Yeah, look, I, I'm not I'm not going to go ahead and take the Giants here because that did concern me because I do think the Giants have a little bit more regression, even though they are in their best role. And you mentioned the Dallas defense, number two in DVOA, number two in pass DVOA. So, I mean, this team, I mean, they, they just destroyed a pretty solid Minnesota offense. I don't think that they're an elite offense by any stretch, but. I mean, they destroyed them, uh, you know, with with all the sacks that they were getting and all the pressure. And, you know, Daniel Jones, one of the things that worries you, even though he's been better about it this year with Brian Dable as a coach, he gets the case of the fumbles. He does. And 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 that can make you a little bit nervous. And you're going to get a case of the fumbles when Micah Parsons is uh, bearing down on you. I agree. I think this is blowout city. I think this is a showcase game for the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're trying to put on the kind of performance that, Makes Odell Beckham Jr. decide that this is the place I want to hitch my wagon to Mm -hmm. and try and get my second championship. I have no idea how this Giants offense produces points. I'm telling you, Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, they're going to get after Daniel Jones. They're going to put Diggs on Slayton. And then who does he throw the ball to? And I know Saquon Bartley is an elite player, but when everybody's focused on him, it's hard for him to be productive. All you have to do is look at the game against the Lions. I think the Giants are regressing back to who they really are. As you mentioned, they were down double digits in the fourth quarter in multiple games where they came back and won. I think they're going to be down double digits in the fourth quarter this one, but I don't see any rainbow at the end of this tunnel. I like Dallas to handle business. I'm taking the Cowboys to cover. We'll see if there's any uh, gold at the end of the rainbow for the great and blue Jays. 7.4 left to go. Trying to come back. They have the ball to try to tie here. Arizona leading 81 to 78. This did close three and a half in a lot of markets. Uh, what else could you ask for on a Wednesday pre-Thanksgiving edition of VEASAN primetime? Big time college basketball coming down to the last 10 seconds. Full slate of NHL games. Listen, Boston Bruins, Winnipeg Jets. That's what Andy McNeil says right behind. It's VEASAN primetime. We'll be back on the other side of talk. A little New England Patriots visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Can they bounce back? We'll find out. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.